0: my man you got me i got you you got me
1: i got you yeah
0: well how about this shit it's, It uh worked? it worked <clears throat> i uh i'm probably gonna sound like shit because i have my airpods in and i don't have my corded uh headphones because i thought i had them in my truck but turns out oh. i don't
1: so now you're gonna be the shit one now
0: I'm gonna be the shit one. I'm gonna be the one that when people listen to this, they're gonna be like, "God, I fucking hate podcasts like this." Yeah. Oh, right, so it's go. gonna happen. <laughs> uh, not a lot. Uh, it's been uh, <laughs> it's been a hell of a break for us. Yeah, something like that. Which Uh-oh. is uh, not what we wanted, but it's what we're at.
1: Yeah, I think I lost you there for a minute too.
0: What's your reception like up by you? Because you're up north, right?
1: Yeah, I got I got two bars of LTE. That might oh, not be. Oh man, that might not be great.
0: Oh, well, I think you should definitely, for the podcast sake, you should definitely climb up on the roof, get closer to God, get a better. I signal. am.
1: I'm up in the air on a boat lift, hiding underneath the pontoon boat canopy, <laughs>
0: hiding,
1: <laughs> hiding from the kids. So,
0: and that that's respectable. I mean, that's a hell of an effort.
1: I got uh, gotta do what you gotta do.
0: Yeah, I hear you. Anybody, uh, anyways, for anybody listening, uh, welcome back to Two Brothers Archery. I am Derek, along with my my best buddy uh, Jared here. We are in the midst of getting ready for the uh upcoming season it is uh late july here and uh we got a lot to get done yet
1: oh yeah (laughs) when we 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 got a good plan talked about just just now we got to actually do something right get it done
0: yeah i uh i've been rolling around in my head like okay i gotta get this done i gotta get that get this, you know, trying to figure it all out. And uh, it'll all come together. It'll all get done. It's just a matter of trying to find time to do it. Nah. That's the way it goes, though. Did I cut out? Ah, uh, you know, we're cutting in and out all the time, I think, but it is what
1: yeah. it is. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting out big time. Oh, well.
0: I'm kind of, yeah, oh, well, whatever. Put it out there. Whatever happens, happens. Yep. But anyways, I, uh, obviously the big thing that we're going to talk about is food plots.
1: Yeah, uh, so uh, what'd you, uh, what do you decide to go with? Did you oh, actually man. order, did you order shit yet or not?
0: I have it in my hands already
1: oh okay
0: because i'm gonna give a shout out to jac outdoors in pure wisconsin um jared hooked me up out there um he sells domain seed um and i stopped in there and he had a freaking selection a mile wide and uh which sucks because then you sit there and look at it all and you're like well what do i uh wh- what am I planning on doing here? Cause what you had in your head doesn't <laughs> always line up with what he's got. And you know, you're like so much more. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, I normally in years past um, I've always done the uh, antler King. Um, they run, you know, slam dunk and honey hole is kind of what our go-tos have been. And we've had great success with it. Um, we have, you know, we got clover in there as well that we've planted. Um, and then usually depending on how our plots come up, um if we're having a bad year we'll go in there and oversee with winter rye um which has also yielded great results for us but this year um i wanted to i wanted to branch out and try some new stuff and uh whenever you whenever you switch into something else it's always one of those things where you're like oh man i know what works and now i'm going away from that we're going to play with this a little (laughs) bit and you just don't know and i hate that part of it but i love the excitement of hey, we're going to try this and see how it works.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So, uh, for everybody that, that follows and kind of listens, we have kind of a unique setup. We're put these plots. We, we have kind of a, a field edge turned into a food plot with uh, a 30-acre cornfield that butts up to our food, food plot. And then going, going towards the woods area, area, we do have a smaller inner, we call it the inner food plot. Um, so we have kind of two little plots that we're working there. um so what I ended up going with Jared, and I know this is kind of a, a surprise to you because I know we talked <laughs> about it a little bit, but you you were like, "Whatever you think, man."
1: Um, I only—I only voice my opinion. and Whatever you feel is what you're going to end up buying, anyway. So.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, obviously, your opinion matters to me, and uh,
1: my little—my wanna... little knowledge that I have of food plotting.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but that's okay. We're gonna—we're gonna work on that, right?
1: Yep, I'm, I'm learning.
0: Okay. So domain offers a, a pretty good selection of mixtures. Um, nothing straight up. They're all mixed, um, pre-mixed and the, the, prices are very, very reasonable, which I, I like, but what I ended up going with is, uh, domains illicit it's called, and that's going to have the, uh, they call them deer radishes. Um, and that's going to be your, well, I don't know for sure cause I've never used this stuff, but, um, the big white radishes, elephant tusks, as I call them, you know, Mm -hmm. and obviously with those we're looking, we're looking late season. They're going to forage on the, on the leaf itself, early season, potentially. Um, But obviously the big thing you're looking at is looking for late season. Um, We've seen it numerous times on our plots in the past that there's usually after that real first cold snap, there's usually a week to 10 days there where they just, they desecrate that plot. Mm Mm-hmm. So I went with that. Um, I went with their other product called Green Machine, and that has – Nice. Boy, I like that. I know, right? (laughs) Um, That's a cold season mixture, so that's going to have winter rye, oats, uh, winter peas, and uh, brassicas in it. Um, So we got options there. And the other one I went with, which I wasn't going to go with and I ended up going with after I thought about it, is called Smackdown. And that's going to have the uh, purple top turnips, forage turnips um, in there. So we're kind of spread across the board. Um, a lot of late season stuff, but I do have obviously clover yet um, that we can plant in there as well. Um, as well as, you know, anything else you want to kind of have access to. Mm-hmm. But. So- Go ahead.
1: No, you go ahead. You finish your thought and I'll go with my questions.
0: (laughs) No, I just, you know, um, I have found and it's kind of been my thought that, you know, you you plan for later season because that's going to fill in early season. Um, We know that the greens that we have there as far as the the uh, clover and then obviously your all your big broad leaves that come on these radishes and stuff. They'll dive into those, too. We've seen that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, all the time, um, with that, that cold season mix, um, with the winter rye in there and whatnot, once that gets out of the ground and that's, that's green as green can be, um, they'll start on it. I, I don't, I don't think that's an issue of, you know, well, we got to wait till a frost or something like that. It's going to be green all through winter, which is nice, mm-hmm. but they're going to start on it when it's young and immature. So at least that's yeah, right. what I, what I've found anyway. Mm-hmm. on with your questions
1: so based on some of our conversations prior i'm now wondering how you plan on laying the food plot out with what you picked up
0: that's a great question as well (laughs) um so we have clover kind of in the middle of our plot on one end and I know we had talked about kind of extending that clover to each side of the field. So we're just going to add on one end and add on the other end, make it one straight strip of clover.
1: I think we were in agree. We were in agreement with that. Yep. Okay.
0: Now on the other side of that, what's going to butt up to that, we can do anything. Um, The inner plot that I cut and sprayed. um, Obviously that was kind of a spur of the moment decision as you know. (laughs)
1: It was just, it was burning, it was burning you up, wasn't it?
0: It was. I just, you know, actually it was, my wife made a good point. We we're talking about it. She's like, you know, it's kind of one of those things where, you know, we've had success there. Why, why let it go? And then the more I thought about it, I was like, there was a tree that I had a stand in over that plot when I first started hunting that property. And that tree obviously is now bigger. And we have an established system there. We know where they're coming from, where they're going to. It's like, that would be a perfect spot to get a stand up there and, you know, potentially do that because we're, you know, six years down the road. Um, so that thought was in my head too. Um, but anyways, butting up to that clover, we can theoretically kind of go with any of these. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and I don't have a set plan as to what we're going to put where, um, because it's all later season stuff um but i do know that like in my experience that winter rye is a is a big one cuz mm-hmm. once that starts coming out of the ground it's always green they're going to eat it when it's young and mature um in my opinion and what i've seen
1: young so, and mature
0: yeah yeah young <laughs> young and mature yeah good good catch <laughs> young and immature there you go Exactly. So I'm
1: here. That's what I'm here for. I'm just here to correct you.
0: Yeah, everybody. Everybody loves that <laughs> asshole. <laughs>
1: That's what um, I do best.
0: Yeah. Right. <clears throat> so no, we can go anything. I mean, we can do anything anywhere. Um, with the blind on one side and the uh, the stand on the other side of those those plots, you know, it's tough to say okay we're gonna go from here to here with this stuff or go from here to here with that stuff because if you get that one thing that's hit hard that you find out that they love you're just gonna have to switch your stands right do you have thoughts on what what would go where or what you're thinking
1: (laughs) well um my only input that I kind of feel somewhat strongly about is the idea of having something for primarily later season in the inner food plot based on how we're going to set up the blind this year, unless we're going to change that. If we change that, then it's whatever. But I feel like if we're going to keep the blind more focused to shoot the main part of the food plot out in the field and not have a lane to the inner plot, then I feel like we don't want to have like a you know clover or an early. Like I know, like you said, they're still going to browse on it, right? But I would say you'd want something that they would definitely hit later, to where they have to come out into the field by our the two stand and blind. I agree at, le- at least at least for this year. Then depending right. on what we do next year for like that uh, inner stand you're talking about, then obviously we adjust.
0: Right. But I'm just kind of
1: curious how that would play out.
0: Yeah, I am too. And the problem is that inner food plot hasn't yielded a lot for us in the past. Right. Um, it, it really, and it all depends on the weather, but that for whatever reason that uh, that plot doesn't hold a lot of nutrient very well and that has to deal with obviously its location. I mean, it's kind of in a, in a swamp holder, <clears mm-hmm. <clears <throat> but, um, I, I agree with that. I, I'm thinking the way that I have in my head, how this I have this laid out? You're still going to have an opportunity to shoot to the inner food plot from okay. that wind. Um, do you remember that little pocket of sumacs that were in there? Mm-hmm. I took those out. I really? was there with Yeah, uh, so that not the not the divider between the plots. That little pocket of sumacs that were there that we basically were shooting around for two years.
1: Yes, yeah, so there's like there's almost like uh, there's that cluster to divide and then there's a sh- a shooting lane and then the cluster of sumac, right? Yep. That's what you're talking. Okay, all right. Then that makes sense.
0: Yeah, I hacked that out because I went. Well, I went into my fancy machine and you know hacked her down. It was pretty fun. <laughs> but uh, you know what I out? was? I mean, yeah, it, she had <laughs> she had a little bit to handle. There might have been some smoke from the belts, but that's okay. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, you know, you're gonna um, have
1: a fuck. You're gonna have a fucking break in that thing.
0: No, it's in the. But hey, you
1: know, like like I said, or like you said, you gotta know, you gotta know what it can handle.
0: That's right. That's right. You gotta find the limit. And I haven't quite found that yet. Not yet. I um, will. I know. I will at some point. <laughs> um. So, anyways, what I I took that out with the thought that we can still keep that blind where you and I talked mm-hmm. under underneath that that pocket there. Yeah. So to speak. for sure.
1: That makes you can, that makes a lot more sense now. If I was gonna say if you didn't, if you left that there, you no, know, now I'm on board. I get you.
0: Okay, because I, I mean, that way. You,
1: but you didn't. You didn't disclose wa- that to me before. This is all. Here, I'm this all. This is all virgin information to <laughs> me.
0: Well, that's because it's just you know, <laughs> we're just I can't, <laughs> I can't tell you everything. There's got to be some surprise, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I get it.
0: No, it's it was one of those things. I was in there and I was cutting that that grass in there and spraying and then i looked at it and i looked at it and you know me it's like picking the picking a tree for a stand i can never do it um (laughs) because i just get too many ideas running through my head and finally like i just went i'm like yep i'm hacking it down and i hacked it down and i'm looking i'm like yeah okay so if you catch them coming out of that waterway into that inner food plot you've got shooting yep and i'm not saying that i'm not saying you have you know a two minute window, I'm saying you're going to at least know they're coming. You're going to at least right. know that they're there. And if they do stop, they're going to offer you a shot. Correct. So, and then on, on the flip side of that, you have the fact that if they walk out along the field line into that other food, into our big food plot, you've got all the shooting in the world.
1: Right. Yep. And that's what I like about that.
0: Right. Um, now, if it plays out that way, time will tell. But at least, you know, the, the thought process is there. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, as far as what we put where, I don't really have a preference. I feel like that's going to be a game day decision of like, you know what? This is what we're going to do. And who knows? Um, we can also combine them all together and see what the fuck happens. I don't know.
1: Make that's... our own mixture.
0: Yeah, kind of. <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, most people frown upon that because I do know that there are certain – um, certain plants that cannot grow with other plants because they get drawn right. out choked out. Mm-hmm. I'm not a uh, horticulturist and I'm not an agronomist, so I couldn't tell you what is what. Um, but at the end of the day, I look at it as you know, we can definitely say, okay, we're going to sprinkle in these turnips through here along with you know, whatever else we want to put in there.
1: Yeah, I like it. I mean, like you said, game time decision.
0: It will be. And, you know, <clears throat> I'm not – even if you wanted to leave the clover where it is and not put any more clover in and just go with, you know, brassicas all the way through there, I'm okay with that too. That's an option.
1: Yeah. I. Part of me thinks I like the idea of extending that clover, though. Okay. I mean, because as it sits right now, from the the tree stand to the clover is closest, to what twenty six yards?
0: Ah, uh, yeah, if not, I'm close pretty to 30.
1: Sh- Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's where that sits. Is that because I think it ranged at edge last year and it was right around twenty six to, yeah, twenty six to thirty, depending on where they're standing. Right. To where I, I don't know. I mean, even if you just made it a little bigger. I mean, maybe we don't right. go all the way, but just extend it t- 10 yards instead of all the way from end to end.
0: Right. We could do that. That might not be bad. I know and that that's, back that's... That
1: back corner is probably not going to go the greatest anyway, because it doesn't get sun.
0: Correct. Which, you know, uh, you never want to go tight to the woods. Right. Because cause obviously you want them to come out into the plot. Mm-hmm. Um. But, yeah, I, I definitely think we can at least, like you said, extend it on both ends. Um, maybe not so much on the end of the ground blind because that kind of goes at an angle because we had that pie shape with the corn that first year we did that. Yep. Um, so we could put brassicas in there or we could put that that green machine in there and kind of see what, what happens with it. I'm, I'm more curious.
1: The green machine was what, the oats and peas and?
0: Yeah, the winter rye and stuff. Yeah, winter rye, winter peas, and uh, yeah, oats in there as well.
1: And we had oats on that side last year too, right? Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I'm not, I don't know if that makes any difference. If you're planting some of the same stuff in there year to year, if that makes any difference whatsoever.
0: No, I mean, I I don't, not in our case. Um, And the oats and peas that I had last year uh, were from the farm yet from, you know, a year ago. So I, I don't, we had some there, but nothing like we should have. And, um, we, well, dad and I kind of screwed that up anyway. So that, that's all right. But, <laughs> um, and we can definitely go that route, um, and put something on and the thing that I wanted to try to keep was try to keep the same throughout the plot on both ends, because you're really gonna, the stand is the primary spot. Right. And,
1: I don't I know. Maybe that blind. Maybe I'll start. That blind is pretty damn comfy.
0: It is nice, and things have died out of it, so that's good.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Um. But I I like that stand because the way that that lays out, you can actually kind of see into that inner plot. Right. And as they come out, you know, you've got you've got your time to prepare. Not that you're always given that time, but you know, you can at least see them always off which i mm-hmm. always like um but the ground blind, you're hidden you right know? um but one thing that i don't want to do is i don't want to um put something on one end and that's the hot thing because then right. you know you know what i mean i try oh, yeah. to keep it you try to keep it uniform yep but i agree you know just so that and to be honest with you the thought that i'd had is say you go with these, uh the turnips, you know, all the way down that stretch from your stand to, to the blind. Mm-hmm. Take that green machine and sprinkle it in over the top. So that way you've got your turnips and you've got your um, purple top turnips and your forage turnips, but then you also have the oats, the peas, and that's all kind of sprinkled in all the way through.
1: Yeah, that's not a bad idea.
0: And then... On the inner plot, I mean, whatever, I was kind of thinking, I I could tell you what's going to happen. We're going to end up putting all three together, basically, and doing the whole fucking shit. (laughs) That's what's going to happen.
1: Probably. Yeah, that works. Because,
0: I mean, you look at these mixtures, like I referenced, you know, Antler King that Slam Dunk, that's got radishes and turnips in it. And I think it's got, the only thing it's got that we don't have is buckwheat. It does have buckwheat in it, which... I don't think it's a game changer, but definitely something to consider. Yeah. So now the more we talk about it, I can tell you right now, we're going to probably go, okay, let's go, let's throw some turnips down. We'll throw turnips down and then we'll be like, okay, let's sprinkle in some some green machine. And then we're going to be like, oh shit, we still got got radishes. We might as well sprinkle those in too.
1: (laughs) Yeah, you're probably right.
0: (laughs) Now, (laughs) do you do that everywhere and just say, fuck it? Now you've got it everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. These are all decisions that plague me.
1: I'm glad because they bother you instead of me. Yeah.
0: I, I know. You're always... <laughs> this, this, I sit and think about this shit way too much. And uh, I guess the bottom line becomes, What it, do you want to see what a crop of that mixture looks like? You know what I'm
1: saying? Yeah. Yeah, might as well. Let's just do it. See what happens. Throw it, throw okay. it all
0: together and let her fucking go?
1: What? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Some, something's <laughs> going to grow.
0: Right. Well, and you're going to end up, I mean, you're you're creating a fucking smorgasbord is all you're doing. I like it. Good. I think that's what we'll do. And like I said, if we want to favor one towards the other in the interfood plot, I would, I get that because obviously that's kind of our, our tough spot soil wise. Mm-hmm. Um, The other thing that I did, I did get, I do have um, mineral as well that we're going to throw out there. What'd you buy? Uh, I just bought some trace mineral. Um, and then I did, I am partial to uh, deer cane. Hmm. Um, I have used that on numerous properties that we have, and I've had really good success with it. Um, so I did buy one of those blocks. I also did uh, buy at JEC Outdoors, I did buy one of those blocks that I had out there last year. Uh, I cannot think of the name of it off the top of my head. But it's one of those, it's got the mineral, the, the corn, the molasses, that type of thing.
1: Yeah, I tried one of those up here once. How'd and... go? Oh, well, bear ate it within a couple hours.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I had it all of a sudden put it out there. I think the next day I pulled where I pulled the card. Or I pulled it, went and grabbed the card, and my camera was all fucked up. And I'm like, huh? I can only imagine what got to this. Pull the card, and sure enough, like so I have three pictures, three or four pictures of that bear just bellied up to it. And then the last picture I got was the bear's nose directly in the camera then the next thing it was directly down straight down nice <laughs> but it was still in a spot uh, pick up deer's feet walking by so oh, i still impressive. i still had a bunch of i still had a bunch of pictures after that but it was just freaking bear feet and or deer feet and coons nice so i never bought one of those again <laughs> but i don't think you, i don't think you got that problem down by the, by the farm
0: no, we don't. The only thing I don't like about those blocks is that they do deteriorate in the rain.
1: Yeah, they go fast.
0: Yeah. Those blocks do. But, I, I mean, I my thought process on that, we've kind of got that hole in the middle of our, our clover plot. Yeah. And what all it is is it's a low spot. It's the lowest spot in that back area and water pools there when we get a big rain. So, like, when we planted that, it drowned that out. And... I thought, well, that's a good opportunity to throw that that mineral down in there and let them go to town.
1: <laughs> let them dig that hole deeper.
0: Right. I have nothing else. They're basically making a drain tile for us.
1: Pretty soon we'll have a small watering hole, hopefully.
0: Hey, now there's an idea.
1: <laughs> that's not, not a bad thought, actually.
0: That's kind of what I was thinking. Um, oh, sure. That's, that. what
1: you were, that's what you were thinking?
0: <laughs> yeah. because It's like, if they're going to do the digging and then it gets down so far, you just plop the tank in there and call it good.
1: It's actually I. Uh, I'm really liking that idea. Oh, Jesus. I think that'd be sweet. I think oh, we should do it. Jesus. Let's do it. Yeah. Put it put it I on want... like the two or three year plan. Let them dig it out.
0: And then, no. I wonder. I wonder if C Dubs has got uh, a watering hole over there.
1: Probably. Fuck him.
0: I think he. I think he's got a pond actually.
1: I think you're right. Now that I looked at, remember looking at the aerials. I'm pretty sure there's one in there.
0: But That's right postal, now, it isn't it? Doesn't have yeah I think it's close to his house, but by now with the weather that we've had that fucker's probably dried up
1: yeah i can we can barely get the boat uh we took the fishing boat out yesterday take the, we took the kids swimming okay there it was, it was white caps all day we can I can barely get the fishing boat off the the lift i had oh, to right. have i had had i had to have Bonnie and the kids get out of the fishing boat, and I had to get out of the boat even this morning when I took Boyd <laughs> fishing. I had to get out of the boat just so it was uh we'd get off the bunks of the lift. We're uh oh, wow. we're, we're really down up here.
0: I think it's well, I think we're down radar, everywhere. So...
1: Yeah. Well and then this morning I was watching the radar and just to the north of here just got pounded with rain. Oh, I bet really? you yeah, you could just see it moving right to the north of us and just heavy downpour. But yeah, I've uh this year up here I tried uh it's a bucket mineral that you sprinkle out i don't know if that's yeah, the same yeah. shit you, if you got is that the same thing you got
0: no but i did see that um at the at the co-op there
1: this was um last year i did lucky buck
0: yeah um, that's what i was looking at today
1: <laughs> i liked it and the reason one, one reason i got it <laughs> this is me being me Last year, I had a trophy rock in my hand because that's what, you know, my father-in-law and my brother-in-law always like is the trophy rocks. I've had them before. They do all right. Um, but I was looking at them for the same price. I'm like, you know what? At the same price, I get a bucket at the end of this that I can use for whatever I want. You know what? A trophy rock, I throw it out in the woods, and that's all I get. Where I'm like, hey, right. I got this bucket. But uh, last year, I poured that stuff out, and I had a, a dead cutoff of a log, and they literally – destroyed that log all through the year.
0: Isn't that awesome?
1: It was I, I mean I, I sat up in the stand at Doe's and they would just come up to that rock and just whack it with their hooves and beat it up and nibble on it and next by the end of the year that log was nothing.
0: <clears throat> so true true story, uh, the property that we used to run uh, down by dad, they had a they had a stump. Okay. And when I say a stump, when I started at that property, that stump was like maybe a foot and a half high out of the ground i use that like i said i use that deer cane the powder Mm -hmm. and i go out there before we had rain and i just dumped the whole freaking bag on the thing and i shit you not for the next four years they would go to that stump regardless if i refreshed it or not and obviously over the years i refreshed it but right they dug that stump out when i left that property it was as tall as i was they dug it down. I mean, you could see the roots. There was holes in the bottom. You, I had, uh, at that time I had trail cameras on it and I had it on video and they would sit there and they just, they eat it. They're eating dirt. They're eating, right. you know, yeah. it's like cool to see. And then I know dad, um, up by the cabin, well, you see that on camera. Yeah. So what he has there is he's got a stump and that stump, he put a trophy rock on and then I mm-hmm. got him some, uh, some trace mineral and he mineraled that. And they just well, you see it yeah. all the time. They come there, yeah. and they just sit there, and, and they lick for hours. You know, we'll be sitting on the patio, and Dad'll be like, "Is that is that uh, is that deer still at that at that stump?" I'll be like, it "Sure is." <laughs> and it's like the the bark's gone. It, it's just smooth as smooth can be, and they are they're they just licking on it. So yeah. I I think that's the coolest thing. So that's why I thought you know we'll put that uh, that mineral down and that block in there, and it's right in the middle of the plot. So either one of us is going to get shooting, if that's what they're going to, um, you know, on their way there. Right. And that was kind of my thought. I mean, are you mm-hmm. in agreeance with that? That works. All right, cool.
1: Yeah, this year okay. up here, I bought uh, They didn't have the lucky buck at the hardware store. So they only had one, one container uh, option. <laughs> they had trophy rocks, but they had one bucket option and it was uh, big and j. Oh yeah. there, was, there was no price tag on it. <laughs> I'm like, well can't be that much more than anything else, right? Uh, like, yeah, I, it is. I get it up to the freaking counter and they rung it up. My thirty like, five freaking dollars. I'm like, God damn it. And they're like, well whatever I <laughs> So well, hopefully you, ho- hopefully work? that I don't know yet. I don't know oh, yet. Yeah. I um, I might run out to the this- the woods tomorrow morning. I don't think I'm going to do it today anymore because it's starting to get fucking hot. Yeah. Uh, I might run out to the woods in the morning because my cell camera hasn't worked all week because I put it out last week. So I'm going to fuck with that. And that cell cam is 40 yards away from that mineral site with my other camera on it. Okay. So figure as long as I'm going in there, I will pull that card and check because i anxious because I don't have I think at the farm, we have that one buck that was running across the food plot. That one looks like it's going to be a decent one. I agree. Other than that, even up here, there's not one buck on camera that's like, ooh. <laughs> everything every, everything I got up here is like spikes, sporks, and it's about it. And then it looks like we have a Bobo 2.0 on the farm.
0: We do. We do. Um Before we go any further, though, every time you mention Big and Jay that you bought, I know that that is heavily, heavily, heavily endorsed by, well, was, was the Parker, the Parker Brothers. What is it? I, know, this is a couple years ago. I remember Dad always joked about it. He's like, yeah, you need to bring him. Oh, no, 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 no. I lied. It was Kamir Deer.
1: Yeah, they're Cameo Deer. Yep. Who is somebody Who's, is I'm trying to think right now. Who is Big and Jay? Somebody um, is. Um a big man, name.
0: Um
1: I can like see them doing like the I can see the advertisements. <laughs> right,
0: right. I can
1: see them talking about. Like, "Oh, gotta get that Big and Jay out there." Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's just when you um, said that. No, you're right. I, you're, yeah, I lied. Parker, the Parker brothers are deer. Uh,
1: it's not Buck Commander, is it?
0: No, it's not Waddell, is it? That was,
1: that was my next. Waddell? That was my next guess, but I, f- I feel like he's probably got his own Bone Crusher shit anyway. So why would he need?
0: Because it's Michael Waddell.
1: I like Michael Waddell. You ever listen to? You should listen to some of his podcasts.
0: I haven't listened to his podcast, but I've seen clips of it, and yeah, I've always got.
1: He is he does not hold back on anything anymore. He's becoming like he's becoming like the head sportsman, president, or whatever you want to call it. For you know, backing all sportsmen and all that shit. He's a good dude. I like him. But
0: you know what? What I like about Michael Waddell is that.
1: I got to say it like like such a tool
0: because you ever hear him talk? (laughs) I know. I just, it cracks me up. Um, it, he is very, at the end of the day, it's, it's about, it's about putting animals on the ground.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You don't, Um, you know what I
0: mean? You don't need, and I love that about him that he goes, you don't need uh, a $1,200 bow. You don't need a $500 sight. You don't need, you know, a thousand dollars worth of arrows. He's like, mm-hmm. you really don't need all that. He goes, if you're going out to support your or to feed your family and put a deer underground, this is all you need, right? And you can do it. And uh, I respect that because there's a lot of us. While well, you and I are are, the, are those guys that we're going out, we aren't necessarily looking to kill a trophy. You're looking to fill right. the freezer first. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's I, not I, I about
1: he's not about deer shaming that whatsoever.
0: Right, which I like right, but no Uh, i um there's a rabbit hole yeah right (laughs) you're stepping a couple of those
1: well as Um, soon as we get off i'll figure out who that big Jay is it'll it'll come to me
0: yeah i know it'll it'll pop in my head too i like i said i could picture the commercial um but anyways no so i'm gonna try to get that out there i know they're talking uh pretty heavy rain on, on sunday i believe
1: uh sunday or is it tomorrow I know tomorrow I mean, there's be... tomorrow I know there's scattered storms, so who knows?
0: Right. But so my you... plan was my plan was to get it out there today. Actually, if I can sneak out there, um, get that put out, so that way if we do get rain, that that uh, that soaks in, and they can uh, hopefully they they take to it and start hammering on it. Yeah. I I have not seen, and I don't know if it's because I mean now we have we have corn out by us that it's taller than I am. It, it's looking really nice. It needs rain, but it's looking nice. And I don't know if they're in there already or what's going on, but I have not seen um the amount of deer that I have not passed. However, it's been so freaking hot. I don't know if they're coming out, you know, daylight, you know what I mean? Right. They're staying in the swamps and, and staying cool or, you know, coming out at night.
1: I don't know. And you're we—that's all mostly corn out by you too, right? Except yeah. uh, behind beasties is what uh, wheat.
0: Yep, that's wheat.
1: So other than that, you're. Yeah how how can you see them?
0: Right. And... I will say though. I will say though. I <clears throat> not not to sound weird, but I do think of you every Sunday night and every Thursday night that I go to the farm. And I work at night because I leave my house about 8.30, uh, quarter to 9, 9 o'clock, whatever it is. It's just getting dark. And across the highway from my place, there's a big soybean field. And last night, there was 12 deer hanging out out there. And, and I'm you just think, like, yeah. You think of me? Yeah. I'm like, Jared and the soybeans.
1: <laughs> me and my soybeans.
0: Yeah. Because it was a couple years back. I think it was... Uh were you hunting with, with your brother in law there or something? And you're like, ah, oh, it's a bean field. We gotta look for you know bean fields early season. And I remember that you were like, Does it pay to go sit on a bean field? Oh we're talking about the, the Missouri. And they had beans on one side and corn on the other, and you're like, you know, if they're gonna put beans over there, do we do we contemplate putting a stand up there early season? Do you recall this? Vaguely. And obviously, we know that soybeans are a big hitter up here.
1: I like hunting stand, or because I know this year I asked if that other side of whatever was a soybeans to put a camera out,
0: just no, to get this inventory. Was, this was, right? No, this was last year. I think we had talked about it um, that we had we had heard about it on a podcast. And like how early season they'll transition off of the bean fields, and then obviously until they freeze, because then they they the new oh, until they are there turn yellow. Them.
1: Yeah, until they turn yellow. Yeah.
0: And I just remember <laughs> we went—I don't know if we we're going hunting or if we were doing something. I remember you're 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 harping on bean fields, and just ever since then, I, I was like, every time I see a bean field, I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> well, oh, there, there, there's are in there because there's deer in there. Right, always. <laughs> no, I don't.
1: I, I, you got a better memory than I do. I I think it's my old age, my memory's going to shit.
0: Yeah, your old age. Hey, by the way, happy birthday again. <laughs> Thanks, bud. Yeah, you're welcome. I hope it was, was a good you, day.
1: Yeah, didn't do a whole lot, which was nice. Came up north. Yes. Um, sat and watched the kids play in the sand and drank. <laughs> nice. Bonnie worked for the afternoon, so I, yeah, it was just... Enjoyed the warm day, and yeah, it wasn't bad. Kids were in bed early, so Bonnie and I got to sit out and watch sunset, and it's a good day.
0: That's good, man. I'm glad you're here. Cannot argue. It's good. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. To, I love putting food plots in.
1: I hope I do. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> My father-in-law always does it when I'm not around, so that's always pissed me off. Right. but he's re- he's retired, so he can do it whenever he pleases and watches the weather and whatever. yeah, so I it's time to wait for the weekends and so I can come up and help and do my part up here too, but he's you know he's just well, I have the time, so, <laughs> so
0: well, no, I'm, I'm excited know, to do it it's not that it's it's not that it's fun doing it. I mean, I enjoy it, but you know with a farming more of a farming background i, I it's uh, familiar to me. But I, I just love the fact that when, when you're sitting up in that, in that tree or you're in that ground blind and they're out there eating and you're watching them and you're like, yeah, you know, we right. did
1: that. Yeah, exactly.
0: And just like, just like last year, well, last couple of years, you know, the reason we had success was because they were there and we right. we took the time, we put them in and uh, well, like dad always you says, didn't. you know, it's like, what well, still it like dad says, you know, it's a plan coming together, you know? Right. And I think that's more the reward than than the animal sometimes
1: I probably have to agree i'm I'm gonna assume I can agree with you <laughs>
0: that's i mean right. you're just you're, you you're just
1: my you're just my guide, so
0: yeah, I mean the shit I do for my customer it's unbelievable.
1: <laughs> I just come up I and shoot
0: a, I need a bow hanger that's just as bad as what's his nuts with his quiver on his bow.
1: I need a bow. Who doesn't need a fucking bow hanger, though?
0: I, we, we didn't have bow hangers when I was a kid. They sit on your lap, man.
1: I mean, it's just more movement. You have that thing set up right in front of you. You even set it yourself. <laughs> fucking nice. Yeah,
0: after I, after I put it in.
1: Yeah, buy a $10 goddamn <laughs> bow hanger, you cheap ass. Uh,
0: and a bow no, rope, for were...
1: fuck's sake.
0: Nah, that, that, blew, that
1: blew my mind. A fucking bow rope. <laughs> Who in the hell climbs? Who the hell climbs a fucking ladder with a fucking bow in her hand?
0: You mean you've never done that?
1: Because I had to when I get to a stand. There hey. ain't no fucking bow rope.
0: Hey man, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. It was it was the cheap of cheap when I was hunting on my own. I get it. Dad was, God dad damn was damn working all the time. I was just like, I oh, fuck it. I'll just do it. I'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, man. I. You 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 need to. I don't care how poor I am. I'm buying a
1: goddamn bow holder and a rope. (laughs) Oh Jesus
0: Christ! (laughs) Spoiled.
1: Hey.
0: No, listen, listen. You are as bad. Or or
1: or you cut a limb. That's what I used to do up in the public land up north when I was a kid. You find a tree. Oh, there's a good limb. Whack it off and got yourself a bow holder.
0: Well, hot damn, look at you, Fred Bear, figuring it out. <laughs> like, I never thought of that. Clearly, when you're in big...
1: Clearly, you didn't. In bi-
0: <laughs> when you're in big popple country, you can't fucking do that.
1: <laughs> sure, you could. There's a couple of trees up there, limbs up there you could have done.
0: No, the sketchiest shit is when you're in a climber, and you're climbing these fucking trees up in your climber. That that can get sketchy. Wait. Then, yeah. The-
1: Wait, you climb in your climber without a bullrope?
0: No, but I knew that's what you were going to say. No, I always had a, I always had a bow rope on my climber.
1: So I was going to say, I don't, I, don't even, I don't even be
0: mad about that. I'd be impressed. No, I, I, I I'd want I I'd didn't.
1: want to see you do that.
0: You know, hang on, time out. you know how I feel about treating that bow so delicately and how much it pisses me off to watch Lee and Tiffany or Levi or whoever, and they freaking throw their bow around, and I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, that's just, that just, that gives me anxiety.
1: Well, you also got to remember they have bow presses and everything you can imagine to where like, oh, they go shoot it after that hunt. Oh, it's a little off. And then they just fix it. Where for well, us, it's I, a little more difficult.
0: Well, and I just, you know, growing up, you know, you, dad gave you the bow and, you know. I, oh,
1: right. You, you respected did your,
0: it. You did your thing. Right. But not only that, it was like, I just remember like you set that bow down like it was a feather on a table. Like, you know, you, you made, you know, you, and I just watched these guys, like they come up to the deer and they're going to take pictures with it and shit. And they just like flop their bow in front of the deer. And it like, I mean, like it, like they threw it on the deer and I'm like, what in the fuck are you doing? <laughs> yeah, Like that, you know, I, I don't, and I know that they are very savvy and you know, if something does happen and fix it, I get that, but still like, it just floors me. It's like taking a, Two thousand dollar rifle and like when they walk up and they stab the fucking deer with the barrel. Really? <laughs> uh,
1: Everyone's got their thing.
0: I know. Just like okay, you got to help me out because this 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 joke between us isn't gonna hit home because I can't remember the fucking guy's name. That's how ins- insignificant he is. Who's the host on the podcast on the line? That's nowhere near affiliated with either of them. Oh, Matt. Matt.
1: Matt, Matt, something or another.
0: I, he's like I he's said, like the it...
1: mediator host part of it, where yeah. Andy and Levi just talk about all the yeah. normal stuff.
0: Right, but the way that they give him shit about shooting his bow with a goddamn quiver on <laughs> is, is the same as me giving you shit for, oh, I need a bow holder up here. I mean, come on. Fred Bear That's... never had a bow holder.
1: Well, good for Fred fucking Bear.
0: Fred Fred Bear killed a lot of animals.
1: Sure did, because he was on the ground.
0: Not always.
1: I don't think he spent much time in the tree. (laughs) I I I have no idea.
0: I mean, Chris, don't you listen to Ted Nugent at all? Sometimes. I mean, he had a couple of great podcasts with Rogan, and they went deep into the Fred Bear days. And I know a lot of guys will be like, "Oh yeah, you're giving Fred Bear for not having a bow holder, but yet you're shooting a compound bow." I get it. <laughs> Fred Bear didn't didn't shoot a compound bow a lot. He he stuck to his recurve and his traditional stuff, which is great. But I just I just had it. Just every time you say that or that that comes up, I just think of freaking Matt, and he's like, "Oh, I shoot with a quiver on."
1: He doesn't anymore.
0: <laughs> well, I'd hope not. My <laughs> God, the guy's gonna get crucified. <laughs> But it was hilarious when they were talking about, you know, shooting and you know, prepping yourself for the season and stuff. And they're like, first thing you need to do is make sure your quiver ain't on your bow.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was good. That was fun.
0: Speaking of which, have you shot your bow yet? Are you, are you gearing that way at all?
1: I have, sh- I shoot in the basement almost weekly, but I have literally not shot at any distance other than three yards. I am about. Be... I was actually about to today, but now the wind picked up a little bit. But not that that's going to stop me because I just need to. I just need to do it. Make sure I can hit something at twenty yards.
0: Well, yeah, you'll be fine there. I, I no, I know, but sure I also
1: I'm... I move I move my peep up a little bit and fucked around oh, with yeah, a, right. a tiny bit. So I, you know, obviously, I'm not going to see anything at three yards. Right. Um and I need to do it because next Friday if I something is goofy, I was gonna see if Dave's around and might stop by him on Friday. Okay. If he's available. 'Cause so that part of me 'cause like I still got that little bit of twist in my um my peep twist. And I did the glue thing, but my that is starting to bust up and I kinda wanna have him show me if I can just uh redo my D loop. I know I can do it, but I'd rather just have him at least watch me.
0: <laughs> so <laughs> so I don't maybe... do
1: it. So I don't do it and then also pull my bow back and the fucker snaps.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would hurt. Um, Here's my thought, though. What kind of glue are you using? Same stuff he uses. He uses? on overtime. You know yeah, I mean? but I mean, I, I, I glued mine when I got the bow. And I obviously shot a lot less Last year before season, and then I shot league, and I still haven't touched it.
1: Well, good for you.
0: So, what I'm saying is, craftsman there, what's going on, man?
1: I don't know. It's just, well, all the glue's still gobbed in there, and I'm not going to, like, take a razor blade and try to pop, you know, clean it up.
0: Why? It's not like you could do damage to your bow or anything. But, I mean... That's a cheap fix.
1: Oh, no, it is. But well,
0: so what? What's your why not? Why that? not? Why
1: not go pay Dave a visit, and then I can chat with him about some new arrows and
0: shit. Because hey, speaking of new arrows, did you see what I sent you? That voodoo. Yeah,
1: looked interesting as hell.
0: Did it not? I was I like, I, I, didn't look, I didn't look.
1: I didn't look any more into it. But uh, does that have a fatter knock in the back?
0: Um not not really i mean a little bit but not not terrible um i don't know i took a gander just a a quick gander just to compare overall to what we shoot now the s or the just the VAP elites. but i uh my my interest was peaked not that i'm looking to switch arrows but just for right now i'm good but i just down the road i'm like wow that's i kind of like the uh It doesn't have that fucking goofy outsert.
1: Oh, it doesn't? I'd literally only look, only thing I did is literally looked at that picture you sent me. I glanced at it, and that's about it. I did not go snooping too far. Whatever time, whatever day, was that last week and you sent me that?
0: I think so, and I think you were up north.
1: Yeah, so I'd I'd see it, and then it's like, oh, cool, and then I'd totally forget about it. (laughs)
0: No, and that that's fine. I just it was something that I saw that they they had released on their on their Facebook page, and I was like, "Huh, that's interesting." But what that outsert I like. The, we shoot a micro diameter with um, it's an outsert, and that outsert is not flush with the arrow; it is wider than the arrow. And it's not that I don't like it per se because I get the justification behind it. It's just. It's strange. Is that is that adequate?
1: It is weird. I honestly, the only reason I don't care for it is shooting it at a bag target.
0: Yeah, with the grooves in it. It's an,
1: it, not the grooves. It just if it was a, like a, you know the same diameter, it would pull out. Where like right. on our bulldog targets, it just it's just like yeah, it It's it's an annoyance. That's all it is to me. Right, but as far as I wish it was more like uh, it had like the collar on it where it actually um, wrapped around the shaft a little more. They Vap has them. I know on my next arrows that I do get, I'm going to get those collars or that outsert rather than these ribbed ones that came with it. So probably next year, not this year. I'm going to shoot what I got this year because I got enough, hopefully. Or hopefully I run out. (laughs)
0: <laughs> right um,
1: but next year i'm going to get the shafts from dave and i'm going to get the outserts that i want and i want to get yeah. you know what you know which ones i'm talking about it's it's a smooth outsert and then yes. it actually goes further down the shaft of the arrow a little more where ours are right at the end
0: it tape it tapers to the arrow correct yeah tapers
1: to yeah. the arrow and then also surrounds the shaft a little more you know what i mean correct yeah yep. Um, Cause there's part of me that I feel like I can hear those like those vein, uh, those ribs whistling it's just it's just a me thing but
0: I was gonna say I don't know if I I can't say I have
1: I'd be curious if we do the like a uh, a test next year get uh, the smooth smooth shaft out cert and in those and shoot them side by side if it would be noticeable
0: I would be curious that would be interesting um, one thing I did notice that, and I don't know if you noticed it, it drives me nuts. When we shoot our broadheads, I can hear that fucker whistle.
1: Oh yeah. Well, that's like any
0: broadhead really. I know. but For the most, like the for the most part.
1: Obviously I know some people say, oh, it's silent, but yeah, whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You can hear it. And I know the first night that I shot my broadhead, I was so excited because we had, we switched broadheads. We went to something different and I was really at high hopes for him. And I remember put, <laughs> knocking an arrow, it was dead calm, and I shot it and it was like, it reminded me of like Rambo's, yeah, Rambo's arrows, you know, when he's shooting, yeah. and, and I'm just like, oh boy. But well, it didn't I, I didn't, difference.
1: I thought those uh, NEPs we shot were freaking loud, because those had like the vented ferrule, along yeah. with the blade sticking out, or a decent amount of blade. I thought those are plenty loud, where I feel like right. the ones we have now are just like anything, honestly.
0: Yeah, and I mean, it didn't uh, put it this way, it didn't stop us from killing with them last year. So,
1: well, you, I shot my, I shot my doe with the, the kills them.
0: That's right. That's right.
1: When, <laughs> when I almost went through the opposite shoulder.
0: Yeah, yeah. You well, I kind, I, I, to- I guess I
1: kind of, I guess I kind of did. I mean, I busted through it. I snapped yeah. it. Yeah, I didn't go. With it.
0: but Put it this way You don't have to worry About kinetic energy
1: No I don't No Well you really don't either I mean what are you 65 Or are you lighter than that
0: Yeah No I'm pulling 65 But I'm But you I'm got the draw,
1: You got the draw length You don't have the draw length I do Correct As you say I got the I, Levi Morgan draw length
0: Yeah you're a goddamn Fucking Sasquatch I ain't six three. What are you 6 foot Six one?
1: On a good day.
0: Yeah. And you got what? a third? What do you, What is your draw link set at? 30 and a half? I
1: believe, 31? I believe it's at 31. Get is that it. the C setting. So I think ours oh, max shit. out at 32.
0: I think 31 and a half.
1: No, it's bigger like, than that. You think so? I'm pos- pretty positive.
0: Well, if you got two settings to go yet, you got B and A, right? Yes. So that would put you at 31 and a half, half inch crack.
1: Yep. That's what I, that's, that. I know. I've looked it up t- and I still can never remember. Right. Yeah,
0: that's how it goes. And that's, you know, I look at it. Um, I think mine's set at 28 and a half, I believe. Might even be 28. Which I, I find interesting as far as feet per second and the arrow that makes up for the speeds that we shoot consistent speeds between you and I. Yeah, I'm pretty, pretty close. Cool. What's your total arrow what? weight?
1: 350. Yeah, 350. Give or take. Because I'm at a, like 401. Give or take.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 350, I'm total. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm just at. Well, what are
1: you? Two ninety five. Somewhere in there, i will be curious what I'm at because I actually cranked my bow up because I had more, more. I had two more you turns did. in my bow, so I actually be curious. One, what my poundage actually is. Dave ever show.
0: I lost you through that conversation, buddy. Yep. You there now? No, I got you. Can you hear me? Yep, I got you.
1: Yeah, I think next, yeah, I know. I a, I next a, a, year too. I think cut. I'm gonna go with a two inch cut. I'm gonna okay. change it all up next year. Just for fun, just because He's I gonna, can. I'm gonna go to same brand. Yeah, I'm gonna stick with sever. I'm gonna okay. go to that titanium two inch, I think.
0: Right away, you gotta get gotta get all fancy.
1: Why not? Well if I'm gonna change yeah, my right. arrow. Right. I'll still. I'll probably still keep my three fifties. My my VAPS. This as backups. Oh, right. Right. I'm gonna hopefully. Fun it. Well, they're gonna be a little different because I'm thinking my setup next year based on what I'm gonna buy. And at the current moment, I'm probably gonna be sitting around three or four, four thirty-five, four thirties. Okay. For to- total arrow weight. Because obviously, I'm gonna go with we're going. I'm gonna go with the two hundred four which I think will put me up a full grain per inch. So if I stick with a, a 100 grain head and all that fun shit, everything kind of stays the same. It'll be in that three, three, to four, 430 to 440 is what I'm guessing.
0: Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I we'll just
1: know. see what it'll do.
0: Well, see, and like I said, you know, you're probably, you you aren't going to have a problem running through deer no matter what you, what setup you go with. Right. You know, I don't know. Part of me feels just at that
1: 400, four, like I'm at 400 even. I just feel like it's just in my mind, it's just on this. It's obviously fine. I know it's fine, but it's like, it seems a touch light.
0: <laughs> well, then what do you think of my setup? You just think I'm insane.
1: But you got, yeah. Well, you got the, Compared to most people that are on, that you hear on the interwebs and podcasts and shit, yeah, you are very, super light. Because right. everyone's running, guys, you're not running a 450 or better. People think right. you're weird.
0: Well, I'm weird. But.
1: For guys like Levi I've, and some of those other top guys, are only four mid-fours.
0: Well, and that's the thing. Well, and you got to remember, Levi's pulling 80 pounds with a 35-inch draw.
1: That makes it even worse, right? Or make it, you'd think it's even lighter for him, wouldn't you think?
0: No, I wouldn't because he's making up with speed. He's got the kinetic energy behind it.
1: Oh, right. I get that. You know what I
0: mean? And that's another thing. What do you you put more stock into, speed or kinetic energy? And you got to remember the other thing, too. The other thing, too, with Levi's setup is that he's shooting 80 yards.
1: Right, and I think in my mind, I would have to agree with those their theories of speed because then you have less um, yardage variance. You know, if you're you range it, what it's x yards and it moves two yards, you hold a little higher. You can you can do it. Where if you have that super heavy, high kinetic energy shit you can be off by a yard and that's a miss. Right. So for that theory, I like that theory. Where I agree with you. But then obviously with, you know, like you said, when you're pulling 70, your kinetic energy is going to be there.
0: Right. And I, to and a point. I think it's, Right. I think it's interesting that, you know, guys that are pulling 70 pounds and they're shooting, you know, say a 480 to 500 grains and they're running at that 260 to 280 feet per second. Mm -hmm. More than adequate. You're going to run through deer all day. I look at uh, our, well, my build, your build, we're a little bit more geared towards the speed, you know, Um, I'm running, we're running micro diameters, we're running right around that 300 mark you know what would you rather have as i get older and start to look at things differently i think you want more of the hitting power
1: yeah i've also thought to myself too that i might back mine down i'm not yeah, I mean, cranked
0: not... up hey
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: I, you know, and that's just the two. I I thought about it too. Well, I can crank mine up. You know, I'm at sixty five. I can easily get seventy two out of it. But it's like God, I I don't want to pull that all the time, right? You know, especially shooting league.
1: Yeah, for sure. I can see that.
0: And it, and I will not be one of those guys that switch up their setup completely for league. I, no, I will not do that's that. That's dumb. I, I, I force me that people do that. In a in a in a hunting league, it's not a. Competition league. you know what I mean? Yeah, yep. But anyways, man, we can uh we can wrap this up, and you can get on with your weekend. And uh I know I don't want to take up too much of your time, even though we can sit here and bullshit about this stuff forever.
1: Oh well, yeah, and I mean, we'll probably talk about the same shit tomorrow. Probably,
0: <laughs> probably. <laughs> I, know, but I, was gonna say, I can hear not... my
1: kids starting to get a little wound up. I think in the in the cabin, so.
0: That's all good. Um, Obviously, next time that I see you, we'll be putting food plots in, hanging a stand, and uh, see what those cameras keep showing us. Hopefully, we start to see a little bit more out there and a little bit more to talk about on that front. Yes, sir. All All right, right, buddy.
1: You take care of yourself. a good weekend. Stay cool.
0: Yes, you as well. Also, one thing I wanted to say before we get out of here, if anybody that is listening has questions, comments, or concern, we do actually, Jared, we have a uh, we have an email address now for the podcast. Oh sure. So people can yeah, us directly. Perfect. Exactly. And we can talk back and forth with them. I think it'll be good. Um, <laughs> but if you want if you if you want to uh, shoot us an email, it is the number two brothers archery, and that's at gmail.com. I mean I
1: I know I know my brother listens to our podcast so I mean maybe he can tell us some cool stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Have, would, have him write in and call us a bunch of fucking knuckleheads.
1: I I know he said he would he would join us. So one of these yes. days one of these days I'll, we can try to make also, that happen.
0: Also Also you remember Stoney, right?
1: Yeah. Stoney's he wants an to a do listener.
0: it. No, nah, he wants to. Uh, he wants an open. He wants an open live Q and A.
1: We're not gonna get that fancy.
0: And I told him, I'm like, yeah, I know what your questions are gonna be, and you know what your answers are gonna be. He goes, come on, it'll be fun. I'm like, it would be fun, but uh, it's just funny. He's like, when's the live Q and A? I'm chiming in. <laughs> so anyway, well, uh, I
1: think it's getting windy too. So I don't know if that's
0: because
1: I'm sitting out in a lake here. So I don't know if. Uh, That's gonna interfere, but no,
0: you're you're good, my man. You're good. I'm literally uh, gonna hang up with this this uh, podcast. We're gonna wrap it up, and I'm gonna hit publish because we don't do editing. We can't afford (laughs) it.
1: We don't have any sponsors yet, so
0: that's right. That's right. So, anyways, uh, appreciate it as always, buddy, and uh, we'll be in touch.
1: Yep. Take care. You too, buddy. Talk to you later.